0: Well, I must say that God is good. He is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. And I must also say, I want to thank you for taking your time and listening to these devotions. And, you know, adding to that, you know, sharing with your friends, sharing with your family members. I want to thank you so much for partnering with the Lord, because that's all I'm trying to do, partner with the Lord, and just to prepare these devotions and send them out there. Who knows how far these devotions will reach? These devotions, no doubt, will reach places where we will never reach ourselves. These devotions are done on St. Martin, but I can guarantee you, they have traveled thousands and thousands of miles across the globe just by you sharing. So I want to thank you. Precious Lord, take my hand. Though the night may be long, in my heart there is a song. I will praise thee while life shall last. Be my guide all the way. By thy side I will stay. Take my hand, precious Lord, lead me home. I could only imagine Thomas Darcy thinking of going home, and not to his earthly home, but going home to his heavenly home. And, you know, while he's here and earth traveling, he don't want to travel alone, and he asks the Lord to travel with him, to take his hand and lead him home. Looking at prayer, we are at verse 13 of Matthew 6, where he said, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Here we see the preeminence of God is seen in the greatness of his kingdom, his power, and his glory. In first Chronicles chapter 29 and verse number 11 it says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatest, and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. We must acknowledge his preeminence as the one who owns and rules the kingdom. The rule is with and will be with almighty power. This power is forever and forever. Then I've noticed that there's no tolerance for an unforgiving spirit. In verse 14 and verse 15 of Matthew 6, he says, For if we forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. This is very clear in Scripture. You don't need to look too hard to understand this. It is all explained in these two verses. Very powerful. As believers, the death that we owe had the sentence of condemnation. And when I say that, I mean we were already sentenced by God. For in John chapter number 3, verse 18, he said, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Because we believe, because of all belief in Him, we as believers have received judicial forgiveness. In Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7, the scripture says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. Wow, we are forgiven based on how rich his grace is, the abundant grace. In 1 John chapter 2, and in verse number 1 and verse number 2, he says, My little children, these things write I unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And He is the perpetuation for our sins, and not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world. This, of course, we receive from God. This loving Father's forgiveness should always fill our hearts, and we must appreciate what He did for us. So much that we will always forgive those who hurt us, in whatever way an unforgiving spirit stops the mercy of God and let loose the chastening of God upon the same person who refused to forgive I am sure you remember that parable of the man who was forgiven of his debt that he could never pay which represented his sin our sin he was given mercy that represented salvation. He then refused to forgive another who owed him a little. He received severe chastening from God. Read about it. Matthew eighteen twenty one. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him till seven times. Now every time I read this portion of scripture, I notice that Peter was sure that his brother would sin against him, but not he against his brother. So he's asking God, God, shall shall I forgive him seven times? If he, if he sins seven times, Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee, until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king which would take account of his servants. Now, when Jesus said until the 70 times seven, I don't think that Jesus thought of that in a lifetime. I think that Jesus was said, Jesus said, if, if he comes 70 times seven in a day that you must forgive him. That's quite a number of times. By that time you would have gotten accustomed to forgiving and you would not count anymore you would just find it a habit to forgive. He said, And when he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him ten thousand talents. For as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife, and his children, and all that he had and the payment to be made. And the servant therefore fell down, and he worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed them and forgave him the debt. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that thou owest. And the fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, saying, Have mercy with me, and I will repay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. So when the fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told unto their Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt because thou desirest me. Shouldest not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. So likewise, shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not everyone his brother, their trespasses. If we forgive men, our heavenly Father will forgive us. Please find it a habit of forgiving, because we need more forgiveness then we need to forgive someone. The little that someone may have done you, the little someone may have done I, we need to forgive them of it. Our Father, we thank you that you are the all-forgiven God and God, you always forgive us and we thank you. We pray now that you will help us, Lord, not to just carry these things in our hearts for anyone, but you will help us to forgive as people offend. We love you, we praise you, we thank you. May these devotions help us in our daily walk with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you and thank you very much for listening. Please share. Thank you. Daily you share. Thank you. And if you have not been sharing daily, please share with someone and let them share with someone else so we can get the word across the globe. God bless you. Have a great day. Remember, you have someone here thinking of you and praying for you. God bless.